Hey, this is Phil Lamar. And this is also Phil Lamar. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. All week, we're celebrating the birthday of the one, the only, the legendary... I'm trying to think. Wolverine, he's just Wolverine. You know, you have, like, the amazing Spider-Man uh, and stuff, the uncanny X-Men. But anyway, Hugh Jackman. He turned 52 on Monday. Happy birthday, Hugh. And we're just having a lot of fun this week because I think that's something that Hugh embodies... Whether it be his action movies, his comedy movies, his musicals, dramas, everything he does, he does spectacularly and has fun. I mean, it just looks like he has fun. Like, look at his cameo in uh, The Dying Girl or in Night of Museum. Like, he's he knows who he is and he has fun with it. Uh, all his joke, self-deprecating humor and stuff, which... I think he's really cool. Today, though, I'm going to look at a few of my favorite Hugh Jackman movies. I've picked four that I really, really like. And, again, we're not talking his X-Men roles. Um, we're going to look at those tomorrow. And then I didn't really want to go over his whole filmography, because we'll talk about that in, when we talk about like his history and uh, his career and stuff. But, like I said, I wanted to talk about a few of my favorite Hugh Jackman appearances. I guess if we're going to, we'll just go chronological because that's the best way. Uh, let's start with Swordfish. This was released back in 2001. So right after X-Men and it was, he's back with Halle Berry, uh, John Travolta is in it, Don Cheadle, Vinnie Jones. This movie was, it was t to me, it was like the underground Ocean's Eleven. You know, whereas the Ocean's movies are polished and pretty in set in Vegas. This is like like the Fight Club meets Ocean's Eleven because they're down and dirty in basements. Even though they have, you know, these fancy houses and everything, um, this one just seemed raw, you know. And I, I really enjoyed it. Um, unfortunately... The main thing everybody remembers and the reason everybody went to go see the movie is because Halle Berry, uh, it was the first time she ever got topless. And everybody was like, oh. But it honestly didn't add anything to the movie. Um, it just, yeah, anyway. I feel like it took away from, from everything overall. But... It's still a fun movie, you know. You get to see Hugh Jackman be like this computer hacker and, and do stuff. Um, John Travolta being kind of sleazy, like sleazier, meaner than Pulp Fiction John Travolta. So that's, you know, it's really, it was a really strange film. Just because, like, say, you look at the cast and, you know, you have a little bit of Oceans in there with Don Cheadle. You have the X-Men. You have Pulp Fiction. And they tried to capitalize on all that, but also have their own thing, but not enough of their own thing. So it's 
it's very much a popcorn flick. Uh, you know, you just take it with a grain of salt. But it's, like I said, I think it's fun. And everybody should definitely check it out if you haven't. Um, another, and this this one, if we're being honest, this might be my favorite Hugh Jackman movie out of all of them. And that is the, also 2001, uh, Kate and Leopold. This movie, it pairs him with Meg Ryan. It also has Liev Schreiber. So, depending on, you know, how far back you go into Wolverine's origins, you know, maybe it's X-Men. Maybe it is an X-Men film. I don't know. Uh, Brecken Myers in it, Natasha Leone, Bradley Whitford. Just a, a really nice, touching show. It's time travel and rom-com. So, those are my my favorite things you know I, I i'm a sucker for a good rom-com film uh hugh grant is awesome but we have hugh jackman here you have uh you know a very late 90s early 2000s professional woman who's caught up in a job and doesn't know her relationship status uh which was a a tired trope really of the time but Meg Ryan did it very well. Like, that's what a lot of, um, check out, uh, was it Can't Buy Me? Not Can't Buy Me Love. Um, I'll think of it while I'm, while I'm talking or I'll, I'll look it up while I'm talking. But this movie, you know, she's trying to figure out what to do and she kind of likes this guy, but then kind of not. But then Hugh Jackman comes from the past to now and, you know, he has this, this old Victorian England charm and he's all prim and proper and everybody kind of likes him and him and Brecken Meyer kind of get in some shenanigans. Addicted to love. That movie. So good. It was before You Got Mail. Such a good movie. Um, and it was before Kate Leopold. But it's, it's sweet and touching. It's super, no, not quite super predictable um, because you have time travel. You know, so it's it's a nice spin on the classic boy girl meet fall in love thing because now they're traveling through time. So it's if you're a fan, I, I wouldn't say if you're a fan of time travel, watch this movie. Uh, but if you're a fan of rom coms and want something a little different, this is definitely where it's at. Uh, next in 2006, he made a film called The Prestige. And this was with Christopher Nolan, who had just done The Batman Begins. And the cast, it's you have Christian Bell, Michael Caine, because it's a Nolan movie. Um, Andy Serkis, David Bowie, Scarlett Johansson. It was really, really great. Now, what's interesting is when this movie first came out, I actually liked uh, The Illusionist better. Because most of it, because it was Ed Norton and Paul Giamatti, and and stuff, but it's what it is. Uh, Hugh Jackman also played in a magician movie scoop that same year, but we'll talk about that later, not today. Uh, this this movie saw these magicians and trying to pull off these crazy tricks, and Nikola Tesla gets involved, and just all. All these things, I, I don't want to give away too much because there are some twists and turns in it. 
um, like most Christopher Nolan movies. But when I revisited it after, you know, I, I loved Illusionist and this movie definitely has overall better acting and a tighter plot and is a little more intense, you know? And then the scenes with Bowie's Tesla is just amazing and wonderful and perfect, you know? It's rare that you get perfect film casting. Um, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I would I would say David Bowie's Nicholas Tesla is perfect casting. And if you've seen the movie, you, you know what I'm talking about. It's just... It's just wonderful. Uh, the last film I want to talk about today came out in 2012. And if you're if you're saying, well, well, we'll go ahead and say I'm not talking about the Greatest Showman uh, on today's show. I actually uh, am in the middle of it as I'm recording. I actually paused it to record. So so far, it's it's okay. The songs are catchy, but the plot, I'm I. Don't think P. T. Barnum should be celebrated like this, but who knows? Maybe by the end we'll find out what a scumbag he is. Anyway, the movie that I do love and do like is Rise of the Guardians. It's came out in 2012, like I said. Um, you got Chris Pine in there as Jack Frost, Jude Law is the villain Pitch Black, Alec Baldwin as Santa Claus, not Santa Claus, um, Isla Fisher as the Tooth Fairy, essentially. Um, and Hugh Jackman is the Easter Bunny. And this movie just... It's great. I know I said that about all of these. But you get kind of more hardcore fantasy characters. You know, Santa's all tatted up. And the Easter Bunny like knows Kung Fu and all this stuff. And Jack Frost you know, is like this emo immortal teenager and uh, Pitch Black who's the Nightmare King Um, Jude Law does phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal they they all do phenomenal including Hugh Jackman, I mean Hugh Jackman as the Easter Bunny he's getting to show his tough action side like his, his Wolverine chops, pun intended but then he also gets to do some comedy moments too with like the Easter eggs and the rabbit holes and portals and things. Uh, I have a thing for Hugh Jackman and teleporting time travel portal style movies, you know? I don't know. I just realized that. Um, except Swordfish. That's a, out of, that's the only one that doesn't feature any kind of crazy traveling. But Rise of the Guardians, it's a movie that parents will love, kids will love. Uh, it's a fresh, like I said, fresh take on so many things. Except nobody saw it. It lost so much money. Um, yeah, people, it lost about a hundred million dollars, but it was nominated for Golden Globes and Annie Awards and everything. It, if you didn't see it the first time around or you don't remember if it was good or not, um, go back, revisit it because it is good. It is, it is great. And aside from Kate and Leopold, it, it's probably my second favorite non-X-Men Hugh Jackman movie, which I know that's very specific uh, and stuff, but it it really is just a a ton of fun, and you'll you'll love it. Your kids will love it. Like I said, everybody will love it. It, 
if you don't believe me, the guy who directed it, the next film he directed was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So, that vibe. Uh, everybody loves Into the Spider-Verse. But let me know, what are some of your favorite Hugh Jackman movies where he's not Wolverine? You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Make sure you check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Night Nerd. Uh, a couple bucks a month gets you all sorts of great shows, cool things to see and hear. You'll, you'll love it. Uh, I've had a lot of fun making the shows, and I can tell... Like, the, the more fun I have on a show, I have fun on all the shows, but the ones that I really have a lot of fun on, everybody seems to really enjoy. So make sure you check those out. Uh, you follow me on Twitch, almost forgot, Night Nerd Podcast, where I'm just going to hang out, play games. Uh, Monday, Tuesdays, we do our weekly reveals, and those are always fun. But if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, anything like that, email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Let's go.